0: You're listening to Curated Podcasts from the Beyond Infinity radio show, presented by me, Piers Cunningham.
1: And me, John Young
0: this is about something which is we've already reported on and you mm. were in the states recently and you had some experience of this but lab grown meat yeah and and it, you know some you just you were telling me off air before the incredible cost of the amount of burgers that are consumed around the world at McDonald's for example you know the number of cows and the yeah. number of land mm. and the and the, the effect on the environment of doing it that way uh, lab grind meat could have a big future.
1: Yeah, well, look, I, I didn't get to try one of the Impossible Burgers while in the States, and this and the Impossible Burger is one of the um, sort of the plant based replacements for a meat patty, and right. that is becoming more popular because a lot of people argue that um, you cannot tell the difference. I haven't tried one, so I can't say either way, but some of the you know YouTube videos and articles I've read say it is you know virtually identical. It's just that mental um, you know process to go through to say, well, I'm I'm eating something which is equivalent in protein and taste etc to you know a a real uh, beef burger Mm. Uh, but we know that uh, scientists have been you know looking to create the lab grown meat burger and this is from stem cells So, so straight out of a Test tube, essentially, you know, grow the stem cells into a patty yeah, versus trying to raise cattle. Bizarre, and, isn't it? It's a bizarre idea. Uh,
0: look, and it's like in insect burgers. I mean, they're saying it's you know, eventually insects are going to be the things that people eat, and they're apparently quite good well, for you. Well, high in protein, apparently. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So,
1: look, we know that the uh, the lab bro- grown you know, tarantula burger was, soup in Cambodia. Uh, Delicious. I did see the yeah. when I was there a few years ago. I did mm. see the tarantulas. There was no way I was going to eat one. Mm,
0: crunchy tarantula on <laughs> top on the top of a big bowl of soup. No, thank you. Yeah.
1: Uh, but we know that some years ago it was, I think, to, to grow a, a stem cell a cultured burger mm. was um, above three hundred and fifty thousand, maybe four hundred thousand dollars for one burger. Right. And so at the time it was, you know, derided and laughed at. It and, well, you know, this this is ridiculous. But it was also expected that over time and with more funding and research, then that would come down. So mm. it's a, it appears though an Israeli company called Future Meat Technologies said that it's possible for them to bring down, um, you know, the the, the cost of of the burger between three to six dollars right and uh, and so that is a lab grown burger now the reason you might want to do this is when looking at what their current situation is versus the alternate which is what you're alluding to before and and an article recently um came from you know a, a grad student or stephanie kowecki and she had determined that to produce 1 billion quarter pounders, which are equivalent to, you know, 113 grams approximately each. Right. It takes 1.2 million cows living for three years on 8,600 square kilometers of land. Right. Then you have to slaughter them. Yep. Um, but the, the same number of cultured burgers would require the muscle stem cells of just one living cow. Yeah, isn't it amazing? And they'd take only about a month and a half to grow.
0: And imagine if you had trees or or jungle, what was it, all the original old growth forest that that was there. And not to mention, you don't have the emissions of those animals because I think methane is, uh, methane from from livestock Mm -hmm. is one of the biggest Greenhouse gases yeah. in the
1: world, and look, and here in Australia, we're going through a, a really terrible drought up mm. uh, in the north mm. uh, in in cattle country. There's supposed to be a lot of rain uh, recently. There's been none. Uh, some uh, farmers mm. are saying there hasn't been rain for twelve months. yeah really struggling. And so so mm. the cattle are skinny. Unfortunately, we've had se- severe fires recently. Yeah, and so this is something that has been expected, in unfortunately, or predicted at least uh, through some of the uh, the climate change uh, research that has has occurred over the years they've said that fires will be increased droughts will become more often and if that is the case if their trend is that we've got a drier continent that there's there's less water falling uh, at, that we can't feed the cows the cattle or any other livestock then we have a significant problem so if there's an option to grow uh, lab-grown meat then that could be one way forward and there is a place for both there is mm. a place for raising cattle and there is also a place for the, the lab-grown meat to feed the billions of people on earth
0: and i think that the, you i think you mentioned off air that the the cost of production of lab grown meat is falling, so it's making it more attractive. Up until recently, it's been really very expensive, very expensive to make a yeah. you know, huge sort of industrial effort to make a tiny output. And I think also because of this sort of weird taste of this stem cell originated meat like artificial meat, lab grown meat that they've actually had to add flavors to yeah. to make it acceptable to people. Well, you'd have to, to add to in you
1: know, fats because you know the way that a you know a cow will you know slowly move around and build up fat, you know mm. you get the nice marbling of a meat for example. Mm. This is not going to replace that in an exact like for like whereas it's going to have similarities to it from mm. my understanding. Mm. And some of the talk is that you know rather than raising cattle on a farm and going through that process, it could be that the, there could be be you know a a lab growing equipment at the 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 place where you cook the burgers for example yeah and then you you feed in the stem cells and out pops you know after a month out pops the uh, the burgers you need or it's a continuous cycle and
0: it would seem to lend itself to fast food production things where you're kind of getting a patty which is like you know a, a, a mince meat clumped together maybe with a bit of egg yolk or something to hold it in place and some onion and, and some flavor or whatever put into it i mean god knows what you're getting Look, if you if, actually buy a fast food burger i mean it could be anything it <laughs> yeah. might as well be lab grind for all you know it, exactly but, it could be, but it's rather, cleaner for the environment that's yeah. right but you're not gonna what i'm what i'm getting at is you're not going to simulate the the you know a delicious wagyu steak mm. or a or a, a ribeye or, or a porterhouse or whatever yeah. you're not going to get that streakiness you're not going to get the the little fat around the edge you're not going to get the flavor um and but, that and that, that they're not simulating that yeah. natural steak feel or appearance
1: and that's why i I think there is a place for both because mm. if you want the cheap alternative that yeah. is more environmentally responsible, yes. um, it, you know potentially can mitigate some carbon emissions, so, you know, methane emissions, for example, then this could be a way to produce um, you know a lot of protein, uh, you know actual meat because it's grown from the stem cells of cattle. Mm. Um, versus if you want that you know that delicious big steak, you're going to go back to the original source that's grown on the land. But potentially in future, that's going to be a higher cost item just due to the um, you know, limited resources that we have, will have available.
0: It will be, and and also, you know, you sort of almost wonder what are they going to do with all that land that potentially would be emptied of, of uh, livestock if they are not using it to make burgers? Because you mm. know, it's one of the you know, fast food industry is enormous around the world. Sure, and uh, it has health impacts. It has environmental impacts. Uh, they are starting to make some some steps in the right direction. They're trying to you know, McDonald's in Australia has, has introduced sort of healthier diet options, more salads, mm-hmm. more more healthy options. They still saw. All their traditional burgers and they're still popular but uh, I would have thought it would have a very positive impact on the environment and it would it would stop the you know this this tendency to clear fell Virgin rainforest, for example. Yes. I mean, it's yep. all on fire at the moment in South America. or A lot of it is. Yeah. Uh, but, that, farming, but that's a place yeah. that's you know the lungs of the Earth are being chopped down to make burgers. Yes. Well, this is a way of, of preventing that and stopping that, yep. and uh, it does open that up op- that, that possibility of using that land for something else, or even dare I say it, uh, replanting it and, and uh, reinstating some of that old growth forest and jungle. So let's hope that continues. It'll be a bit of an adjustment for people, just like eating uh, tarantula soup, but uh, probably not a bad thing. <laughs>
1: Beyond infinity, Beyond infinity.